How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Kufyud, Daf 110 of Masech Friends, I gotta roll up my sleeves. What should we talk about while while I'm rolling up my sleeves? Well, let's talk about the Daf. Alright, well, today's Daf, the first part we talk about when you have um, a fellow who's married to Akhtana, so it's only Midir Abonon, and then she becomes an adult. So we discussed at the end of the Daf um, yesterday that according to Rab, once she becomes an adult, she then needs to have Bia. They need to have Bia in order for her to become married Midorai. So we're going to have a look at that. And then we're going to get to a new Mishnah where we discuss whether a uh, person who is uh, deaf and dumb, uh, right? De- no, uh, deaf mute is able to uh, do Chalitza. So, yeah, we're going to have to use our brains today. We're going to have to use our brains today. Also, get, tomorrow, get, get ready. Tomorrow we have a headache daf. A headache daf. Remember, we haven't had a headache daf in a while. You remember at the beginning of the Masechta? And like, uh, you know, um, like daf 10, 11, 12, like those. Those were like headache dafs. Like a mamish needed like Advil. I think tomorrow's going to be a headache daf. Uh, today's not so easy either. All right, so. Oh, the sirens are going. The sirens. They like the sirens. It makes them very loud. All right. So, says the Gemara, we're on Dafe Kuftes, and we base three lines from the bottom of the Sova Rab, Ibo Alin, Ilobo Alo. Ho ho! Alright, Uka reminded me what this is talking about. This is talking about, oh, so it's talking about where, right, it's all, it all goes back based to the Mishnah, right? The Mishnah was talking about a situation where you have Ruvain and Shimon are brothers, Sarah and Rivke, our sisters, oh my gosh, this was like, Mamash at the beginning of the Masechta, that was like every day, Reuben and Shimon are brothers, some of us are sisters, and this and that, and that and this. So anyways, that's basically where we're coming full circle of here in Masechta Yuvamas. So Reuben and Shimon are brothers, Sara and Rivka are sisters, and they're both orphans. Sara is a uh, adult, Rivka is a minor. Um, Reuben is married to Sara, Shimon is married to Rivka, it's like, so going back to the beginning of the Masechta, you have to like set up the case before you could then start discussing it. Ruvain dies. So now Shimon needs to do Yibum with Sara. Now the thing is he's married to Rivka. Rivka though is, is a minor. So he's only married to Rivka Midar Abonon. But he has a Chiyuv of Yibum with Sara Midar Araise. So the opinion of Rabban Gamliel, so the opinion of Rabban Yezer was that you teach her, you teach, you know, we basically nudge uh, Rivka to do Meun, to just say to Shimon that she's bouncing. And then Shimon can do Yibum with Sarit. Now, uh, according to Rabbi Gamliel, however, uh, he says, no, we don't do that. If Rivka wants to stay with Shimon, she could stay with Shimon. And then, when she becomes an adult, then she becomes married to Shimon Mido Oraisa. And then, if Rivka is married to Shimon Mido Oraisa, so then Mimele, Sara doesn't have a chi of Yibum anymore because um, she's a sister of Shimon's wife, uh, Rivka. And therefore, Sara can go and live her best life and she doesn't have to worry about Yibam and Chalitz anymore. So now the Shaila was, when Rivke becomes an adult, does she automatically become married to um, Shimon? Or do they have to have Bia? And only once they have Bia, so then, uh, right, they had, they had Bia as two adults. And now she's married to Midor Aisa. So, so, so that was the Shaila. Rav said they have to have Bia. So with that introduction... Is that really true that Rav's opinion is that if Shimon and Rivka have Bia once she is um, an adult, 
So then they are considered married, but if they don't have Bia, then they would not be considered married. But it was stated, If you have a Kitana, and she did not do Meun, she stayed with her husband, and uh, she stayed with her husband, and Vigdila, and she became an adult. Ve'omdo v'nises, and then she got married to somebody else, as an adult, as an adult. So Rav Amar ain't a get misheni. So Rav says that she does not need a get from the second one because she was already married to the first husband from the time that she was a katana. Where Shmuel says that you need a get from the second one because it's not like she's considered to be married to the original husband. Let's go right to for a second. My love to And we want to say that it's talking about where they did not have Bia. So, so what's talking about? So we want to say right now that this is talking about a situation where, I don't know, let's just make up names, okay? You have Ruvain is married to Sari. Sari is a katana. Now, it says, right, Vigdila, and she becomes now an adult. So Ruven and Sara are now together. She's an adult. Now, we want to assume, my love de that they did not yet have Bia, right? So she became an adult. Sara became an adult, but Ruven and Sara have not yet had Bia. And we're saying, and then she got married to somebody else. Let's call him Shimon. So Rav says that Sara does not need to get a get from Shimon because she was already married to Reuven. She can't be married to two people at once. So she doesn't even need a get from Shimon. Shmuel, on the other hand, says that she will need a get from Shimon because we do not consider them to be married. And we want to say that it's talking about a situation where, um, right, meaning according to Shmuel, we do not consider Reuven and Sara to be married and therefore she would need a get from Again, we do not consider Reuven and Sarah to be married. Therefore, Sarah would need to get from Shimon. Now, um, we want to assume it's talking about a situation where they did not have Bia from the time that she became an adult. Right? Reuven and Sarah did not have Bia from the time that she became an adult. And we're saying that, uh, according to Rav, she does not need to get. So there you go. That even without Bia, they're considered married. And therefore, she does not need to get from Shimon because, she, because it's irrelevant. She was already married to Reuven. Load the ball. The Lord says, no, it's talking about where they did have Bia. And because they had Bia, so that's why they're considered married. And that's why Rob says that she doesn't need to get from Shimon because she's, uh, she had Bia with uh, Reuven as an adult and therefore um, uh, she's married to Reuven and she doesn't need to get from Shimon. Fine. But eat the ball, my time with the Shmuel. But if they had Bia from the time from when she was an adult, from when Sarah was an adult, so Mimela, she's married to Reuven, right? In which case, why would Shmuel say that she would need a get from Shimon? Obviously, she's married to Reuven, not Shimon. So because according to Shmuel, he holds that, look, they've been living together for a long time. Reuven and Sarah, who knows when they got married? I don't know, maybe they got married when she was eight. They've been married for a while. All of a sudden, she becomes an adult. They have beer. He's not necessarily thinking like, oh right, now she's an adult, we're having beer l'shem kiddushin. Not necessarily, he's just having beer with her. So, um, according to Rav, we assume that, well, if uh, now that she's an adult and having beer, so then he's having beer l'shem kiddushin, 
right? And um, and right. So what does Rashi say? The fichah in the tzricha get misheri the beila shabala rishonim shagala stam the shem kedushin is kavin to yodei or yoshem kedusha ketana klub. Right? Rashi says that memele when Reuven has beer with Sarah once she is an adult, he's doing it the shem kedushin, and therefore they're considered married, and that is why Rav says that Sarah would not need to get for, need to get from Shem. According to Shmuel, however, he would say lav davka when. Uh, Reuven and Sarah have Bia when she's an adult. He's doing it just like he had Bia the week before. You know, like um, uh, they got married when she was eight or whatever, and they've been together since then. And uh, this is no different. And therefore, Shmuel says that just because they had Bia when they're older does not nece- when she's an adult doesn't necessarily make her um, married. And that is why she would need to get from Shimon. Um, um, you know, if he if he if he married her at that point, um, okay, fine, invite her. So okay, fine. So we see that uh, Rav says so. So Rav says that uh, that she would have to have beer. And we see a machlokas between Rav and Shmuel about you know. Rav says that the beer that she has now is going to make them married, where Shmuel says that stam beer is going to be based on the initial marriage. Uh, not not by default, but, you know, to 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 have kedusha midoraisa right now. But don't Rav and Shmuel already argue about this one time? It was stated kidsha al tnai. If Ruvain was mikadesh sorry with a stipulation, he betrothed Sara with a stipulation that she doesn't have any nidarim or something. But then. When it came a time for Nisuin, for marriage, to actually get married, all of a sudden the stipulation went away. He didn't mention, okay, we're getting married under the condition that you don't have Nidarim. Rav Rav says, okay, it's a real marriage, and if they want to get divorced, you would need a get. And Shmuel says, no, she would not need a get, i.e. they're not married. Rav Rav says that she would need to get from him because because when they get married, then he's mevatel his initial tonight, right? Meaning, Rav says, look, when they got engaged, so then he said, I'm getting engaged to you based on the condition that you don't have nidarm. Turns out that he does have nidarm, and he decides. It turns out that she does have nidarm, and he decides to go ahead with the marriage, anyways. Okay, so he's going ahead with the marriage, they, 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 and they get married, and, and, and that is that. Right? The fact that they're getting married now means that they're now married, even if prior there was a certain stipulation. Where Shmuel says that they're not going to be considered married, and she would not need from him a get if they want to get divorced, because because just like we had seen from Shmuel earlier, that anybody who, that when they have Bia, it's going to be with the, with the intention of, of Aldas Kiddushin Arishonim, based on the initial Kiddushin, which was with a certain condition, that she doesn't have any Nidarim, and she does have Nidarim, so therefore, Mimele, the initial condition was not met, and therefore, they would not be considered to be married, and therefore, and she would not need a get. So what do we see? So we see that Rav is going based on the Bia that happens right now, and Shmuel is saying is the Bia is based on the initial status. It's based on the initial Kiddushin. So we already see this Machlokas over here by this Kiddushin on a Tanai. Why do we also need to have it then uh, when it when it comes to um, this 
Kitana, who then becomes a Gedola, and we see that Rav says that when they have Bia now, it will be the Shem Kiddushin, where Shmuel says that it's based on the initial Kiddushin, and therefore they're not considered married. So Tzricha, we need both cases. The Yerit Marahi, because if we'd only have the case of the getting married on Tanai, Be'ahi Rav. That's where Rav says that we go based on the marriage that he decides to go forward with, because Mishum Di'ika Tano'o, because Rav says, look, initially he was Mikadesh with a certain stipulation. Conspicuously, when they got married, it was out that's without that stipulation. Clearly, he saw that, okay, fine, he, he betrothed her under the condition that she doesn't have Nidarim. It turns out that she does have certain vows that she's made. But he decides, anyways, you know what, I want to go forward and they get married, and he doesn't say anything about the Nadarim. Clearly, his intention is that uh, he, he's interested in getting married even without the Nadarim, even though she has those Nadarim, right? He's that right that he's nonetheless willing, you know, willing to get married right now. But when it comes to a Kitana, that she now becomes an adult, I'll say that maybe he agrees with Shmuel in that case, that when he's having beer with her, he has beer with her with the same you know, intention that he had with her every other time when she was a katana. That right, that, uh, he didn't necessarily have intention right now, Lashem Kiddushin per se. And if we'd only have the situation of the katana, that that is, um, where Shmuel says that by the katana when she becomes a gadola, we still, we assume that he's still having beer with her with the same condi- uh, intention based on the initial Kiddushin when she was a Katana and therefore they're not considered married. But I might think that in the case where they got betrothed with and there was a Tanai and then they got married without the, the Tanai, maybe you would agree with Rob that the marriage supersedes the Kiddushin that was on Tanai. So Tzricha, therefore we need both cases to teach that in both cases, Rav says that we go based on the Bia that happens now, and Shmuel says that the Bia is based on the initial Kiddushin that happened uh, earlier. Okay, fine. But again, we ask the same question. Does Rav really hold that specifically when this Kitana becomes a uh, an adult, so then they have to have Bia in order for them to be considered married Midor Raisa. And if not, then they're still only married Midor Abon. There's episode, an incident that happened in Narish. And there was a girl who was uh, betrothed when she was a Kitana. And she became an adult. And they put her in some kind of a fancy carriage that they were going to take her to her wedding. And then somebody else came and chopped her around. He was Mikadesh on her way to her wedding. And Rabrona and Rabchanano, who were students of Rav, were darting, were over there. And they said that she doesn't need a get from the Chaper Ariner, from the second fellow. So what do we see? We see that even though there was no Bia, she was on her way to her wedding. And um, there was no Bia yet. And still... The students of Rav were saying that no, she's married to the original husband and um, she does not need a get from the Chaper Ariner. Omer of Papa Benarish Minsiv Nesivir Vadim Mosve Abe Kursayet, which of Papa says meh. That's what he says. So Papa says meh. He says that in Narish, where this event took place, where this incident took place, the Minig is that first they have uh, Nisu and Ai, first they would have Bia and only afterwards 
would they go on this fancy carriage thing? And therefore, by the time that she was on the fancy carriage, they're already at Bia, in which case, that's why she was married, Midor Isa. And the Chapa Reiner stands no chance. Rav Pope, Rav Ashi, Omar, Rav Ashi says, Hu also shaloi kahoygen, lefichach osu bo shaloi kahoygen. The Chapa Reiner did something inappropriate, and therefore we act right, he did something not right, so we act with him in a way that's, you know, not right, so to speak. Meaning, according to Rav Ashi, they didn't necessarily have beer yet, and generally speaking, they would have to have beer in order to be considered married. So then, why does she not need a get from the Chapa Reiner? Because the Chapa Reiner acted inappropriately, so we act inappropriately with him, you know, so to speak. And we take away his Kiddushin. The Kiddushin that he gave to her, that the Chapa Reiner gave to her, so then we basically consider it to be null and void. And of course, Bezin is able to make the Kesef Kiddushin, the money of the Kiddushin null and void, because Hefker, Bezin, Hefker, as we learned about the other day, that Bezin can make something Hefker, and therefore she's not married. So, so, so Ravina says to Ravashi, well, that's all fine and well, or fine and good, whatever the phrase is, if he was Mikadish or with money. So Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker, and they could say the money is Hefker and, and there was no cast of Kiddushin. But what if he was Mikadish or Bibia? Right? There's no concept of Bias, Bezdin, Bia, Hefker, the Bia, Hefker, whatever. You can't do it with Bia. So actually, the rabbis can, and they could retroactively say that um, his sleeping with her was not L'Shem Kedushin, it was L'Shem Znos. So basically, um, in this case, we say that uh, he acted inappropriately, and therefore, um, and therefore we don't let him get away with it. So even if, um, even if this minor, who's now an adult, and her husband did not have Bia after she became an adult, still the Chapa Arayin wouldn't be able to Chapa Arayin because, um, because we would uh, punish him. Fine. Amr Yudah Amr Shmuel Alacha Kriv Eliezer V'chein Amr Rebelazer Alacha Kriv Eliezer So it says of Yudah in the name of Shmuel and also Rabbi Elazar says that Alacha is like Rabbi Eliezer that we are, um, that we teach the Kitana to do Me'un um, so that her husband could marry um, her sister who's a Gedola, right? In the situation of Ruvain and Shimon and Sarah and Rivka, Sarah is an adult, Rivka is a minor, and they're only, right? And then uh, Ruvain dies, so then we would teach uh, Rivka to, to, to do Meun so that uh, Shimon and Sarah can do Yibum Midor All right, friends, so now we move on to the next uh, Mishnah. Mi shehoya nasui lishte yisomis. So you have Ruven, and he's married to um, Sarah and Rivka. Sarah and Rivka are shte yisomis. They're two orphans, Kitanos, who are minors. They're not related, but Ruven is married to Sarah and Rivka. They are both uh, Kitanos. So they're married midrabonon. Vameis, uh, and then Ruven uh, uh, Wellwood. So if Shimon does Yibum or Chalitza with either Sarah or Rivke, Poteris Tzara also. So then, uh, you know, the other one, the Tzara, is, uh, you know, can go live her best life. And the same applies to two um, deaf and mute um, uh, wives, right? If Sarah and Rivke were deaf and mute, 
So then um, Reuven would only be married to them Midir Abanon. And if Reuven dies, if Shimon does um, Yibum, now the Shailah is what about Chalitza? But um, if, and that's going to be the big Shailah for basically the rest of the Daf. But uh, if Reuven does um, Yibum with one of them, let's say, so then the other one can live her best life. Kitana v'cheresheshes, if Reuven is married to Sarah and Rivka, Sarah is a Kitana, Rivka is a Cheresheshes, the bia of one of them will not be poter the co-wife, um, because as Rashi says, we're not exactly sure which one. Rashi says we don't know which one um, Reuven was closer with. Which one would be considered his wife more? So uh, we don't necessarily know um, who we should do yibum with. Pikachas v'chereshes. If um, Ruvain is married to a Pikacha, somebody who's not deaf mute, so a Pikachas, we'll just use that word, I imagine, the rest of the day. So a Pikachas, get familiar with that word, that is the one who is not deaf mute. And a Chereshes, that is the one who is a uh, deaf mute. Biasa Pikachas, Poteresa Chereshes. So if Ruvain is married to Sarah the Pikachas and Rivka the Chereshes, and then Ruvain dies. So if Shimon does Yibum with Sarah the Pikachas, so then that will be Poter uh, Rivka the Chereshes to go and live her best life. Ve'ein bias ha-chereshes poteres pikachas But um, Yibum with Rivka the Chereshes will not, um, you know, um, uh, be Poter uh, Sarah the Pikachas to live her best life. Ve'ein Gedola v'ktana if you have uh, Sarah the Gedola and Rivka the Kitana. So, Biasa Gedola, Poteris Kitana. So, if Shimon does Yibum with Sarah the Gedola, so then Rivka the Kitana can go and live her best life. Vem Biasa Kitana, Poteris Gedola. But, um, if Shimon does Yibum with, uh, uh, Rivka the Kitana, that does not enable, uh, Sarah the Gedola to go and live her best life. And I think that she's Taka stuck because she can't do she still has kind of like a Zika, and she also, I don't know that she could do like Yibum. Maybe you could do Chalitza in that case, actually. Yeah, may, maybe in that case you can actually do Chalitza, maybe. Okay. Now, says the Gimar, V'chereshe bas Chalitza, is a Chereshe bas Chalitza. What does that mean? Well, we had said in the Mishnah that if Ruven was married to uh, Sarah and Rivka, now both Sarah and Rivka are Katanas. So we say that if Reuven dies, Shimon can do Yibum or Chalitza with either Sarah or Rivka, then the other one goes and lives their best life. Now, we said and the same applies to Chershos, to deaf uh, mutes, right? So if, if uh, Sarah and Rivka were both Chershos, so then it sounds like Shimon can do Yibum or Chalitza with either Sarah or Rivka, Rivka, and then the other one can go and live her best life. But one second, can Shimon do Yibum with the Chereshes? Uh, can Shimon do Chalitza with the Chereshes? The Chereshes Bas Chalitza is a Chereshes, one who is able to do Chalitza Ve'atnan, we learn in the Mishnah. Chereshe Nechlatz, if a Chereshe got his shoe removed, the Chereshes Shecholza, or a Chereshes removed a shoe, the Cholatzes Menakoyin, or, um, you know, if there's a minor involved, Chalitza Sepsula. So the Chalitza does not work. The Chalitza does not work. So how come we're saying v'chein shtei cher v'chein what does the mission say v'chein shtei chershos that the same applies to chershos but chershos can't do chalitza 
Amrav Gidol, Amrav Abir. So if Gidol says the name of Rav, easy answer. Okay, when it says, V'chein Shtei Chershos, it's talking about Bia. That if Ruven's married to Sarah and Rivka, and they're both Chershos, so then if uh, uh, Shimon does Yibum with one of them, so then the other one can go and live their best life, but yeah, Chalitza is not an option. Fine. Now, Rabba Omar, Afilu Tema Chalitza. Now, Rabba, and this basically takes us for the rest of the daf, is uh, trying to understand the opinion of Rabba. So you're going to have to halt cup. We're going to have to halt cup. We're going to have to focus. Maybe we should jump in a groove for the rest of the daf. Although hopefully it won't take 50 minutes. But anyways, um, so, so Rabba Omar, Afilutema Achalitza. So Rabba says, you can even say that the Khershos are doing Chalitza. That, right, that if Shimon does Chalitza with either Sarah or Rivka, so then the other one can go live her best life. So, how could we say that a Chereshis is doing Chalitza? So, kan be Chereshis me ikare, kan be pikachas vachaikach nischarsha. Well, it depends. Was she deaf? What was she a chereshes at the time that she got married, or was she a pikachas at the time that she got married and became a chereshes later? Chereshes me ikara. If we're talking about a chereshes me ikara, that when she got married she was a chereshes, so then she can also, right, when she got married to Reuven she was a chereshes, so then she uh, Shimon can do chalitza with her. And she, right, that in the same way that she got married to Ruvain Midr because she was a Chereshes, and she signaled to him whatever she needed to signal to him. So the same thing would be with Chalitza. You'll get, you know, say, you got married Midr with signaling, so also the Chalitza could be done with signaling instead of reading. Fine. But, if at the time that Ruvain and, 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 they got married, they were pikchos, they were not chershos, so then that marriage is midoraisa. And you cannot do chalitza, where, which requires her to read certain things, and she's unable to read. So in that case, chalitza would be unable to release the zika, and they, the only option would be to do yibum, and then they can get divorced after if they want. Right, so if she was a pikachas when she got married, then she cannot do, and now she's a chereshes, she cannot do chalitza because the me'akva be'kriya, because she's going to have to read things as part of the chalitza and she can't. Now we ask Akasha that Rabbi had said that a chereshes me'ikara is able to do chalitza. We're going to question this. Can a chereshes meikara, right? Somebody who was a chereshes when she got married, at the, already at the time of the marriage, can she do chalitza? But we learn in a Mishnah, this is a Mishnah on Dafkufi Beis and Beis, as are pretty much, I think, most or a lot of what we're going to quote for the rest of the Da. Shnei Achin, you have two brothers, Reuben and Shimon. One is a pikeach, one is a cheresh. So Ruven the pikeach and Shimon the cheresh. Nisu and the shtei nachrios are married to two women, Sarah and Rivka. They're not sisters. They're just Sarah and Rivka. Achas pikachas v'achas chereshes. Sarah is a pikachas. Rivka is a chereshes. So Ruven the pikeach is married to Sarah the pikachas. Shimon the cheresh is married to Rivka the chereshes. 
Meis Cheresh Baal Cheresh's. Shimon the Cheresh, who's married to Rivka the Cheresh's, he dies. So Mayaisa Pikeach Baal Pikachas. So now you have Rivka the Cheresh's who needs to do Yibum. So what does Ruvain the Pikeach do? He's married to Sarah the Pikachas, and now there is Rivke the Chereshes, so they can't do Chalitza, because she's a Chereshes, Rivke is a Chereshes. So, Kones ve'matzolotziotzi. So, Ruvain can do Yibum with Rivke, and then if they want, he wants, they can get divorced, but they cannot do Chalitza, because Rivke is a Chereshes. If Reuven, if Reuven the Pikeach dies, so now you have Shimon the Cheresh who's married to Rivka the Cheresheth, and now you have Rivka, you have Sare the Pikeach who needs to do Yibum. So Shimon is unable to do Chalitza, right? So Mayaisa Cheresh Baal Cheresheth, what does Shimon the Cheresh do? Kones, so he can marry Sara the Pikachas, but he'll never be able to, they're going to have to stay together forever, right? Because he can't do Chalitza with her, um, and he also can't give her a get, because even if he gives her a get, right, if they get, if they do Yibum, and then he gives her a get, so then um, his get would only be Midrabanan, it would be unable to um, undo her marriage to Ruvain, who's now dead, but they got married to Orisa, and then through Yibum, they're not, she's now getting married to Shimon, but any get that he gives her would be unable to undo her mar- initial marriage to Ruvain. Fine. So what do we see? So we see that both by um, Rivka the Cheresh, as well, by, as, well as by uh, um, uh, Shimon the Cheresh, that they're unable to do Chalitza. My lab, and we want to assume that we're talking about where Rivka the Cheresh is the Cheresh at the time that she got married. She's a Cheresh Meikara, Vikatani Konis in, and we're saying that if Shimon the Cheresh dies, so Ruvain the Pikeach can do Yibum with Rivka the Cheresh, but Konis in, Cholet's low, but she cannot do Chalitza because she's a Cheresh, and we want to assume that she's a Cheresh Meikara. And so we see that Chereshes Meikare cannot do Chalitza. Lo b'pikachas v'achakach nizcharsha. No, it's talking about where um, Rivke was a pikachas at the time that she got married and only later became a Chereshes and that is why she can, cannot do Chalitza. But if she was a Chereshes Meikare, then she would be able to do Chalitza. Tashma come in here. Shnei achin pikchin. So Ruven and Shimon are brothers. And they're both Pikeachs. Reuven the Pikeach, Shimon the Pikeach, Nesu and Shtei Nochrius are married to Sara and Rivka. Sara and Rivka are not related. Achas Pikachas v'achas Chereshes. Sara is a Pikachas, Rivka is a Chereshes. Meis Pikeach ba'ala Chereshes. If Reuven, no, if Shimon the Pikeach was married to Rivka the Chereshes, so Shimon dies. So Mayaisa Pikeach ba'al Pikachas. So what does Reuven the Pikeach do? He's married to Sarah the Pikachas. Shimon had died. He was married to Rivka the Chereshes. So what does Reuven do? 
So Mayaisa Pikeach Baal Pikacha. So what does Reuven do? Kones. So he can do Yibum with Rivke, but not Chalitza. Then if he wants, they, if they want to get divorced, they can get divorced. Meis Pikeach Baal Pikachas. If Reuven, the Pikeach who's married to Sarah the Pikachas, dies, so now you have Shimon the Pikeach who's married to Rivka the Chereshes. So Mayais the Pikeach Baal Chereshes. What does Shimon the Pikeach who's married to Sarah to Rivka the Chereshes do? Well, he can either do Chalitza or Yibum with Sarah, right? Shimon's a, a, a Pikeach, Sarah's a Pikachas. They can do Yibum, they can do Chalitza, fine. So my love, Midehu Pikeach Meikara, well, if, you know, Reuven and Shimon, let's say Shimon who's married to Rivka, so if Shimon is a Pikeach Meikara, he was a Pikeach the whole time, Hinami Chereshes Meikara, so let's say that Rivka is a Chereshes Meikara, Vikatone, and what did we say? That if Shimon dies, so Reuven Davka does Yibum with Rivka, but not Chalitza. Vikatani Konis in Cholitzlo, that Reuven can do Yibum with Rivka, but not Chalitza. So we see that even Chereshes Meikara cannot do Chalitza, Midi Iria, to which the Gemara says, Meh. Sure, Shimon is a Pikeach Meikara, but Rivke is a Pikachas Meikara, and then she became a Chereshes later. Eisve, Abaye then asks another Kasha on Rabba. Shnei eh, Achin, oh by the way, I don't know if I point, I may have forgotten to point this out. It says Rave earlier, but um, you can read it as Rabba, and it's, at the end of the Gemara we're going to see that, that Davka, it's Rabba. So Ezve Abai asks another Kasha on Rabba. Shnei Achin, if you have two brothers, Reuven and Shimon, Echod Pikeach veEchod Cheresh. Reuven is a Pikeach, Shimon is a Cheresh. Nisuin Shtei Achayis, and they're married to two sisters, Sarah and Rivka. Achas Pikachas veAchas Chereshes. Sarah is a Pikachas, Rivka is a Chereshes. Ruvain, the, the Pikeach, is married to Sarah, the Pikachas. Shimon, the Cheresh, is married to Rivka, the Cheresh. Mace, Cheresh, Baal, Cheresh. If Shimon, the Cheresh, dies, so Mayais, the Pikeach, Baal, Pikachas. So what does Ruvain, the Pikeach, do? He's married to Sarah, the Pikachas, but now there's Rivka, the Cheresh, who needs to do Yibum. So, well, the thing is, Ruvain is married to Sarah, who is Rivka's sister? So Teitze Mishum Achos Isha. So Rivka uh, goes and lives her best life because um, she's the sister of Sarah, who's married already to Reuven. Meis Pikeach Ba Pikachas. On the other hand, if Reuven dies, so then, so now there's a Zika between Shimon the Cheresh and uh, Sarah the Pikachas. So Meis Pikeach Ba Pikachas, Mayais Cheresh Ba Cheresh. So what does Shimon the Cheresh do vis-a-vis Sarah the Pikachas? Motzi as Ishto beget. So he divorces Rivke the Cheresh's, the Aishas Ochiv Asur the Olam, and yet Aishas Sarah the Pikachas will be Asur forever. Right, so he, 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 he divorces, right, um, Shimon the Cheresh needs to divorce Sarah the Cheresh because since 
there's a yibum mida oraisa with Sarah the Pikachas, so he can't remain married to Rivke the Cheresha. So he has to divorce Rivke, but then once he divorces Rivke, Sarah becomes Achos Grushaso, so he can't marry Sarah either, and she's basically stuck. And now, so what do we see? So we, and he can't also, he also can't do Chalitza with Sarah because he's a Cheresh. So v'chitema hachinami b'pikach b'chakas b'chakach nischarish, and if you're going to say yeah, in hachinami, but it's talking about where he's a pikach b'chakach nischarish, and that's why he's unable to do yibum with sorry. But if he was a pikach, um, if he was a cherish meikar, so then he would be able to do. I don't know if I just said yibum, but I mean chalitza, right? Because he was um, a pikach b'chakach nischarish, that's why he's unable to do chalitza with sorry. But if he was a um, Cheresh uh, may ikara, then he would be able to do chalitza with sara. Um, but mimatzi mapik. But if we're saying that Shimon was a pikeach b'chakach nischarish, but then he'd be unable to divorce Rivka the Cheresh's, right? We said that when Ruvain dies, so then Shimon needs to divorce Rivka, and then he's unable to do. Yibum uh, or Chalitza with Sar. Now, if we're saying that he's unable to do Chalitza with Sar because he was a Pikeach Bachakach Nischarish, but if that's the case, then he would be unable to divorce Rivke. Because we learn in the Mishnah, Nischarsha, Yotzi, that if, um, you know, you have somebody who's, who's married, right, and then his wife becomes a Chereshes, so then he could divorce her. Nishtat is lo Yotzi, but if she becomes like, um, um, I guess, for lack of a better term, dumb, I guess. So then, so then he's not able to be motzir. If he became a cherish or a shote, he's unable to divorce his wife, new. So therefore, from the fact that we're saying that Shimon divorces Rivke, so then Mimele, we're talking about where he was a cherish meikara. That's why he's able to divorce Rivke. And, um, we're saying that he's unable to do chalitza with Saris, so we see that a cherish meikare is unable to do chalitza. So rather than meile, it's talking about where Shimon was a cherish meikare. Umidehu cherish meikare, hinami cherishes meikare. And if we're saying that Shimon is a cherish meikare, so then Rivka is a cherishes meikare. Umidachayos chershos. And if we're saying that Sarah and Rivka, when they're sisters, we're talking about that when. Um, 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 uh, Rivka is a Chereshes, so then so Meikara, so Nachrios Nami Chereshes Meikara, then also earlier when we were talking about when Sarah and Rivka are not sisters, we're also talking about Cheresh Meikara Utnan Gabi Nachrios, and what did we say in the situation when Reuven is married to Sarah, right, Reuven the Pikach is married to Sarah the Pikachas, and Shimon the Cheresh is married to Rivka the Chereshes, and Sarah and Rivka are not married, so we say that if um, Shimon dies, so then Kones in Cholets Lo, that uh, Ruven Davka does Yibum with uh, Rivke, he does not do Chalitza, and that's talking about, as we just said, where this, she's a Chereshes Meikare, and um, we're saying that Ruven is unable to do Chalitza with her, Ishtik. And guess what? Rabbah did not have a response. I mean, how can you res- respond to such a well-developed, and complex argument. I mean, he's probably still processing it, but um, uh, unsurprisingly, Rabbah was 
quiet. He did not have an answer to Abaye's kasha about, um, you know, Rabbi had said that a Chereshes Meikara is able to do um, um, Chalitza, but Abaye seems to have just proven that a Chereshes Meikara is unable to do Chalitza. Then when Abaye came to Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says to Abaye, my time to Meha, how come you asked Rabba from that? After all, Rabba can answer to you, Sure, you proved that in the situation where Sare and Rivke um, are, are um, sisters, sure, you proved that when Sara and Rivka are sisters, it's talking about where uh, Rivka is a Cheresh's Meikara. And you wanted to assume based on that, that also when Sara and Rivka are not sisters, we're talking about Cheresh's Meikara. But you could just answer that not necessarily. The sisters, sure, are Cheresh's uh, Meikara. But you could say that when they're not sisters, it's talking about Pikachas Vacharkach Nisharsha. Rather, this is a, you, you could ask Rabbah Akasha from the following, and, and there's no way out of this Kasha. If you have two brothers who are both deaf, who are both Khershin, deaf mutes, who are married to two sisters, and they are Pikchos. Or, Maybe both achayos, both sisters were chereshos. O achayos achas pikachas vachas chereshes. Or the two sisters, one was a pikachas, the other was a chereshes. V'chein shte achayos chereshos. And similarly, if you have two sisters who are chereshos, nesuis l'shnei achin pikchin, who are married to two brothers who are pikchin, or l'shnei achin chereshin, or to two brothers who are chereshin, or l'shnei achin echod pikach vechod cheresh, or two brothers, one of whom is a pikach and one is a cheresh. All right. So, if one of the brother dies, so we say that um, these sisters are pturis from chalitza uh, and from yibum, right? Because they're sisters. And if they were not sisters, yichnosu. Then uh, they can dafka do yibum v'imratu lotzi yotzi yotziu, and if they want to later get divorced, they can, but they cannot do chalitza. Hey chidami, and what kind of chershus are we talking about? Ilema bepikchim levasof nischarshu, and if we're talking about where they were pikchim and then afterwards they became chershim mimotzi mapke, then how would it be able to say that they could just do yibum and then later do uh, get divorced? That uh, if she becomes a shota, so then he cannot divorce her. If he became a cheresh or he became a shota, he was pikeach b'chakach nishtate or nishcharish lo yotzi olamis. He cannot uh, divorce her. So what do we see? So meaning, so the the in, we had just said that in these in these cases, if um, they do yibum, they can later just get a divorce. But if we're talking about pikeach uh, then he wouldn't be able to give her a divorce. 
Rather, it's talking about where they were cherish meikar, and whereas umidehein cherish meikar, and from the fact that the brothers are cherish meikar, so inuna inenami cherishus meikar, so then the sisters are also we're talking about cherishus meikar. Vikatani mayu nachrios yichnosu yichnosu and yichaltsulo. You have to do abit to you have to. And we're saying davka that if they were not sisters, then they could do yibum. And we're saying so we're saying that it's talking about cherishus meikara and. We're saying that Davka they do Yibum, they cannot do Chalitza, and there you have it. It's Akash and Rabbah. Rabbah had tried to make the argument that Cherishus um, Meikar can do Chalitza, but uh, it seems to be an uphill battle, and that Cherishus Meikar cannot do Chalitza. And then we still have to answer our Mishnah that um, says that when you have these uh, two Kitanos, so they can do either Yibum, right? If one of them does Yibum or Chalitza, then the other one can go live their best life. And then we say the same thing applies to Cherishos. That would Davka be Yibum, but not Chalitza. Friends, that was Davka Fyur, Masech Yavamas. That was really, we had to hold cop in that Daf. The first part of the Daf explored the Machlokas between Rav and Shmuel about, um, you know, does, does Bia, that, you know, if you have a, a, a Kitana who then becomes an adult, is that Bia, does that Bia make them um, married midoraise, or is it like that's what Rav says, or is it like Shmuel says that um, the bia is based on the initial kiddushin, in which case they would still be married midorabanan until they davka have bia with the intention of being married midoraise, um, and then we discuss the concept of um, can a uh, what, that when we say that a cheresh and chereshes are unable to do um, chalitza. Is that um, Davka, when they got married, they were not yet a Cheresh, and then they became a Cheresh later? Or is it even Cheresh's Me'ikara? And uh, Rabbi wanted to say that by Cheresh's Me'ikara, she would be able to do Chalitza. Uh, but we, by the end of the Dav, we uh, sort of brought proofs against that to say that even Cheresh's Me'ikara would be unable to do Chalitza. Peace out.